Hey, America! Start, Start listening, listening now! Oh man, that sounded freaking oh, amazing! It's better than we've ever done it. We've we've reunited, and it feels, feels so, so good. good. Oh, we did it. However, it's still turbo time. We gotta go. And welcome to another fast episode of 12 Points from America, a Eurovision podcast from America, the shell with shoes on. I am Eric. I'm Derek. I'm Samantha. I'm Danny! I saw it this week. How yeah. was it? You're the only person who's seen it, then. Uh, it was so good. I, I, I don't think I've ever seen a movie that's more relentlessly charming. I, I will say, I though... Know, have you seen Paddington? No. Paddington 2? Okay. Right. No. The greatest <laughs> film of all time, Paddington 2? Yeah. Like, I know this is a film podcast, but I'm just going to, I'm going to note for Sam and for any listeners with a similar phobia, there are spiders. In Paddington 2 or Marcel? In Marcel. <laughs> okay. Uh, they are pretty cute. Okay. They're not like the bad guys or anything, but there, but there are spiders. I'm going to have to burn the theater down. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of burning the theater down, Sam, hit it with the social. Hey, hey! Please don't burn theaters down, for the record. But you can reach out to us on social media. That is something that we do very much like, uh, other than, you know, arson. Um, yeah, find us on social media, 12PointsUSA. <laughs> uh, one two points USA on either Facebook or Twitter, 12PointsOfAmerica at gmail.com if you'd like to hit us up directly. You can also find us on Redbubble if you want our sweet, sweet merchandise. Or if you want to support us in another way, we've got a Patreon. And we do appreciate all the folks who have signed up to support us on Patreon. Also, you can also find us on YouTube. Also, also, uh, we will have some more sweet, sweet content coming up in the very near future, specifically for our YouTube audience. So keep your eyes peeled on that. But backtracking a little bit, Patreon, we wanted to give a, spa- a shout out to one of our followers. Eric, you have that info right in front of you, don't you? I you- sure do. Uh, it's, <laughs> uh, we want to give a shout out to friend of the show, Susie Seeger. Yeah. Thank you very much, Susie, for... for uh... Supporting the show, she got in at the 12 Bucks from America tier, which means she got the exclusive trading cards, which she shared with us on Twitter. And in case you were wondering what those look like, uh, we did we kind of retweeted those and, and kind of showed them off. I think they look great. I concur. They are actually made like they're actually made by the Tops company. Yes, right? like they're actually like the folks who make real baseball. They've cards. got the watermark on them and everything. It's yeah. so cool. Yeah. Based on the uh, 2018 Tops design, if you care about that sort of thing, <laughs> which you don't, but uh, if. if no limited edition foil brand. No, no. Yeah, yeah, you can't get a little first edition. Do they make? Does Topps manufacture anything that Europeans would really care about? Uh, they have Formula One cards. Oh, Ooh. I see. Yeah. Some. So there's there's a couple of things probably. I think would, would, would we have a to baseball be, fan. Yeah. He's British. Would we or, have he's to? Scottish. <laughs> oh, we got that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry, Ewan. Very sorry. Well, he's United. Great Britain is is. I, yeah, I didn't say I didn't say something stupid like English. Ewan is English. No, uh, Ewan that... is Welsh. He's clearly French. But name like Ewan. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, it's a rainy Saturday today. Uh, we are we are at Danny's apartment from New Girl. Yeah, uh, my we, swanky swanky pad. Yeah, this this place remains ridiculous, man. Yeah, like I, I it's it's ridiculous. I don't know if an echo is coming in on the recording, but it's an echo because it's cavernous. Mm-hmm. It's, it is, there's some major swankitude going on right now, honestly. Mm-hmm. All right, there's absolutely no Eurovision news. 
So like, <laughs> what if we like literally? <laughs> what if we had just thrown it to Sam for the closing socials? They just called it with. <laughs> it's it's kind of like the, I think the the closest thing that I can find is that people are getting riled up about Benidorm for next year. That there's you know already talking about the Benidorm festival for that. Uh, we already talked last time I think about Eurovision Latin America coming down the pipeline. Mm-hmm. Um, Canada. I, Canada, we already knew that was happening. Uh, We know that Cyprus, they had originally said that they were going to be doing their their selection through All Together Now, which is, you know, a big, you know, musical reality show. And they've decided to swap that for an internal selection. But really, other than that, at time of recording, we got Jack. So Israel hasn't said anything? Follow up? Nope. They're they're sticking to their guns. We already already went through this. They don't have to. They just did a drive-by on Eurovision. They were just like, ah, here's a song! And now they're gone. They're gone. <laughs> it disappeared. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh... Watch them be. Watch them release, like, March 12th or something. <laughs> yeah. They're going to do yeah. one hour before that deadline. They were like, well, we announced what we were going to do, but we didn't make it! Yeah. That was due today? Yeah. yeah. Let's they're do what Azerbaijan did. They'll submit it officially, but not release it for, like, another two weeks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, so... We have no news, uh, so we need to make up some time and ramble about things adjacent to Eurovision. Uh, it's July. It is still July. I feel like we would. That's you know. This yeah. should have been the topic last week uh, or yeah. last time, but instead yeah. Israel decided to be Israel. Yeah. Um, so we've decided to have our literally nothing is going on mm-hmm. right now episode today. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so our first thing, nothing's going on. Uh, I. Brought something back from Junior Eurovision that I keep forgetting to share with you all. Oh, yes. Uh, so, do you remember uh, when Danny and I went to France uh, in 2019 and we discovered the SAS series? That's the longest book series written mm-hmm. by a single person. It's yep, the spy. Oh, the the yes. weird, the yes, pulpy yes, yes. spy. Yes, with series. weird titles like uh, Putsch in Ouagadougou and and uh, and stuff like that. One of my favorite novels set in Burkina Faso, uh, <laughs> if I'm being honest. <laughs> Well, I bought another one. Yes. And when I saw the title, it was something very near and dear to my heart, and I knew that it had to be this. It's called Kill Henry Kissinger. (laughs) With an exclamation point, might we add. Whoa. How could she kill Henry Kissinger in those stilettos? Well, with the stilettos. Here on the beach in, I'm going to say, Dubai? I don't You'll know. You'll go anywhere. I mean, seriously, um, that is that is like shrink wrapped. That is that is mint mm-hmm. condition right, right there. I don't want people reading in the store. This cost me all of four euro. <laughs> Worth uh, it. And and I love actually my favorite part about this besides the name is that uh, is that on the back there's a label that says espionage. Yeah, with two ends. Because you know when you're doing an espionage. Oh, you got to stamp it. And you got to wear the thing that says espionage yeah. on it. Mm. Why does like, the author uh, look like Polly Walnuts? Excuse me? <laughs> why, I, why do you think? Polly Walnut. Also, yeah, why is he like reclining on a leather sofa? Like he's fully reclined. He's like, oh, mm-hmm. hi, This uh, old thing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is only volume 34. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this one is from, uh, it's fairly recent compared to uh, some of these yeah, other Yeah, the man ones. can't stop, you know? Yeah. How, like how many of these was he pumping out in a year? Oh my gosh, oh, probably two. I mean, you it, know, two oh, at the very least. At least, because he, he did, oh, he did uh he did 200 of them so because i've read i've read that there's like the really specific like thriller genre writers put out so many books a year that they have to like use different names because otherwise nobody will believe it (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, anyway, that's uh, that's my that's my book. Uh, it's called Hill Kill Henry Kissinger exclamation point. That's Kill Henry Kissinger factorial for you math nerds. <laughs> uh, and that's Kill times Henry times Kissinger. That's right. Times um, Henry times Kissinger mm-hmm. times Kissinger. To the power of Gerard de Villiers. Yeah, we're going to need a review for that later. Yeah, yeah I, I, you know, it, these are probably so hastily written, I probably, you know. And translated. Yeah, so like, <laughs> could I read this without speaking a ton of French? Quite possibly. I'm going to try. Remember uh, Des Souris et Des Hommes? Uh, oh, of the mice and of the men. Yeah, yes. with a book cover that made it very clear that whoever commissioned that had no idea what that book was. Yes. Oh, look, a mouse and a man. Yeah. Oh, oh, like that. I saw it on Twitter a couple days ago. Somebody had put up a cover of a book of uh, All Quiet on the Western Front. <laughs> but the cover is like, you could tell that this publisher has no idea what All Quiet on the Western Front is about because it literally had a couple of cowboys and oh, yeah. stars <laughs> Just a couple of tumbleweeds and some wagon that's, weeds. That's what the West. That's the only West, right? So, yeah. So what was on the cover of their lonesome dove then? Uh, <laughs> just a dove with a tear, just like oh, just the Picasso okay, so. dove, yeah. surrounded by the Western Front. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all of it. Yes. Yeah. Now we did say something in our last episode, or at least we did relay uh, a, a bit of adjacent stuff to the selection process for the uh, choosing of the host city for next year. Mm. Apparently, someone decided to actually listen to what we have to say. Yeah. That's so, completely on them. Yeah, so, so uh, following up from our conversation that we had had uh, after, I believe, our friend Isaac W. had sent us why Eurovision should be in Sheffield, our friend Philip Dore uh, actually did his own rebuttal uh, about why Cardiff should be hosting. So let's let's take a moment to, to read through the fan mail. Uh, a friend of the show, again, great guy. I, Phil, we, we've met or at least Eric, you've met Phil. Yeah, I met Phil on uh, uh, Turin, the yeah. evening. Yeah, it was in Turin. It was the evening of the jury show for the second semifinal. There was a bit of a bit of a meetup uh, with some folks. We met Dude Points there. We met uh, uh, ESC Apocalypse, uh, yeah. who is he's a joy. Uh, he who is a delight. Uh, yeah. It was it was a very fun little get together, nice. and and uh, the show was also acceptable. Yeah. So, so let me let me read this little message that Phil sent our yeah. way. Uh, hello, Euro-Americans. Phil from the Eurovision Wars podcast here. I believe in your most recent episode, you asked UK listeners to let you know why their city should host Eurovision next year. So here's my arguments both for and against why my city of Cardiff should be the host city. We'll start with against. Cardiff has two concert arenas, the Motor Point Arena and the Principality Stadium. Those who know the technical specifics say that the Motor Point is too small and the Principality is too big. We recently had an Ed Sheeran concert in the Principality, which caused traffic chaos all over Cardiff, inflicting on thousands of motorists a level of abject misery that could otherwise only be obtained by going to an Ed Sheeran concert. I was going to say that that only Ed Sheeran can provide. Right. Yes. (laughs) And now, Phil's points for Cardiff. The quote-unquote too-big problem of the Principality Stadium could easily be solved by putting a partition halfway across the pitch. (laughs) That's it. Wales now has its own parliament, the Senate, which is in an... Oh, they meet in the Senate? The Senate, yes. I remember Senate from Belgium. Yes. Anyway, the Senate is in an attractive modern building and has its flaws, but generally manages to provide reality-oriented social democratic government. Unlike its counterpart in Westminster, it doesn't resemble a badly maintained Hogwarts filled with corrupt grifters, right-wing ideologues, and sex offenders. Are we suggesting that we host Eurovision at the Senate? Maybe at least the opening party. Ah. Ah. 
Uh, the most famous Welsh beer is called Brains, enabling you to make zombie jokes about drinking brains while getting absolutely hammered. Nice. <laughs> Cardiff Bay has a memorial to the entirely fictional Yanto Jones of the sci-fi series Torchwood, who mm-hmm. gave his life defending Earth from the alien menace. Spoiler alert! Thank you for your service, Yanto. A grateful planet remembers your sacrifice. And you may have noticed various UK Eurofans regularly tweeting about how Steps should represent the UK at Eurovision. Personally, I think this is a terrible idea, but H from Steps is from South Wales, so he'd be able to get the bus home after bathing in his <laughs> Nolpoint glory. Yeah, <laughs> so yes, that was that was our dear friend Phil from the Eurovision Wars podcast. Which, by the way... I was on ah, last week. Yeah. Yeah. If you haven't checked out Eurovision Wars, it's really cool. It's a great idea. It talks about the uh, sort of the the political, uh, like socio political sorts of of things that that kind of intertwine with Eurovision. And the first three episodes, uh, of which I'm in the third, centers on the relationship between Russia and Ukraine in over the last eight years or so. Mm. Uh, but I mean. We're, they're going to play all the hits. They're going to have Armenia and Azerbaijan. They're going to have uh, Belarus, Belarus, Belarus. And, and whoever. Turkey, Greece, and, Tur- yeah, yeah. yeah, Greece and Cyprus. Maybe Greece and Cyprus, I think, would be an interesting oh, one. But no, yeah. it's, it's, it's very well done. I believe right now it is exclusive to Spotify. Hmm. Uh, so if you're listening uh, on something else, maybe check out uh, that show on Spotify if you can. And while you're there, check out that uh, cool show, 12 Points for America. It's the great. show that you're listening to yeah, right now. That's right. This is like the Nicole Kidman ad at, at the AMC Theater. Uh, it's a very, very passionate ad for the place where you already are. The movies. The movies. Honestly, this is this is something that I particularly love. Just to do a little tangent. You definitely, in Europe, don't know what we're talking about. But <laughs> AMC is like either the biggest or the second biggest movie theater chain. Oh, in it, the, it's in the absolutely United. the it's biggest. It is, it is absolutely massive. Yeah, if you go to any major city or even second tier city, there's an AMC mm-hmm. or three. There's, a, there's an AMC in Grand Forks, North Dakota. Yeah, so. there's too many. Yeah. But before uh, before every movie that you see at AMC, uh, ever since like mid-2021, um, there is a promo where Nicole Kidman, like, walks through the night to an AMC theater and then she goes into a theater and sits down and tells you all about how we come here for magic, we come here for heartbreak. Uh, it's really, um, uh, it's really, really schmaltzy uh, and she is so serious about it. And uh, when I saw Nope last night, there were like two people in the back of the theater applauding after the promo. Uh, it's got that much how, of, a, of how, a cult following. It how was, was it? Oh, it was great. It was good. The promo yeah. or actually? Oh, the promo. The promo never left. Okay. Yeah, the promo never, never, uh, it never lets you down. Uh, uh, okay, but how was, how was Nope? Oh, Nope's great. Okay. Nope's great. You're here on our movie podcast. Yeah. On our movie. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, if we got nothing else really to talk about. Mm-hmm. So, so what else do we have to talk about? We well, don't! <laughs> no, no, we have, we have at least one other thing. Oh. Danny. And as soon as I can find it, we will talk about it. <laughs> You're just trying to uh, kick us out of your sweet, sweet, you know, artist loft. The more time I can spend here by myself, the more I merge with it. You. Oh my god. <laughs> I was wondering what that hole in the wall was. It's for me. Yeah. All right. So uh, what? It, what? Go, <laughs> going. Wow. Going back to uh, another thing that we talked about an episode or two ago is that uh, Sam is getting married. Oh, Holy sure. crap! Sam, getting married. <laughs> Holy so, crap! So, as the as the very good and supportive friend that I am, uh, I went to the internet for ideas for how to help. <laughs> oh 
God. Oh, help God. Sam with the uh, with the wedding planning. And so I asked all of you, friends of the show on Twitter, 12 Points USA, what would be the ideal components of a Eurovision-themed wedding, since See, I assume that's what's going to happen. Even I didn't know about this. This is the only drawback of me not being on Twitter, is I don't get to see what Eric is up to. <laughs> well, yeah, somebody should watch. Anyway, uh, uh, yeah, asking for absolutely no one in particular. Eurovision-themed wedding, what uh, what do you need? So so I will put it to uh, Danny first. Uh, what, uh, what do you think has to be a part of it. And for God's sake, don't say that there's a cake to bake. Oh, no, no, no. I was going to say, uh, everyone is actually invited to the ceremony, but then there are uh, semifinal pools uh, to <laughs> vote who gets to go to the to the reception. <laughs> Sorry, Grandma. <laughs> Didn't make the cut. Oh. She shouldn't have brought folk. <laughs> yeah. I'm also going to yeah. say uh, sequence. Sequence? Yeah, sequence? Yeah. yeah, sequence. Yeah, mm-hmm. sequence. I mean, flame effects, obviously. Well, yeah, yeah, oh, I was, sure, yeah, was going to say. Curtain, yeah, flame fire curtain after the curtain. kiss. Uh, yeah, you may kiss the bride and the flame curtain comes down. Or the sparks. The sparks. Yeah, sure. I mean, I gotta be, in that case, I gotta be careful about what materials I'm wearing on that dress. Well, that and dress like how much ha- flammable. And how much hair product <laughs> I've got going um, on, because that could do some major freaking damage. Has there ever been like a Michael Jackson Pepsi ad hair fire sort of thing in Eurovision? <laughs> Not that I can think of. I think the closest sort of... Uh, malfunction like technical malfunction that actually like impacted somebody bodily that i know of um is the streamers that went off at the end of is it right by eliza the german song from 2014 Uh, they misfired so the timing was right but the direction was wrong (laughs) so instead of like landing artfully either in front or behind them it just woof landed right on the girls (laughs) (laughs) so less michael jackson more james hetfield (laughs) so so like the chorus of that is, is it right or is it wrong? It was, was wrong. Ear, it was ear, wrong. Eerily prophetic. It, it was wrong. Yeah, it was, it was wrong. I'm pretty sure that was one of the, the like, the jury final or one of the final dress. Very so it, I think it was fine during the actual show itself. But Everybody like, sent playing with fire that year, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> was that Miracle? I can't it was Miracle that year. Uh, okay. yeah. All right, so... What of our uh, what of our beloved listeners? Yeah, okay. So so there's there's a few things. I'm going to start with a uh, with a friend of the show named Dean. Uh, has has a few very very good ones. Uh, vows in French and English. <laughs> that's, uh, that, that's pretty good. Uh, Danny, this is basically what Danny said. Competition held two days before the wedding for guests to win a spot in the limited capacity wedding venue. Uh, of course, the family who pays for the, most for the wedding will get an. Ah, oh, I see. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Sweet. Um, the Rosses dropped, are in. Yeah. Uh, accidentally dropped the wedding cake on the floor uh, in. <laughs> In uh, honor of uh, Danny slash Alexa. Uh, and I think he meant to say uh, flag parade, but he didn't. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> oh lag parade. Uh, I see. You're close. Well, I mean, dude. what? <laughs> oh, that's awkward. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Flag paid? <laughs> yeah, keep, uh, keep, keep I'll working keep on it. it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, keep uh, keep thinking about that. Uh, somebody named Adam Ross. I don't know who this oh, is. Oh God! Uh, <laughs> what did my brother say? Uh, not sure, but uh, pretty sure these guys have to be a DJ slash MC. And there's just a picture of Subwoofer. Hey! Oh yeah! Oh, my brother, he's learning well. You know, the funny thing is, you, listen you could show? just get some. <laughs> that is funny. You could just get uh, two guys. Yeah, you could yeah. just get two guys and dress them up as Subwoofer. Nobody would know. Yeah, mm-hmm. nobody would know. Nobody would know. Yeah, it was Dad Punk. <laughs> Marshmallow and Dead Mouse. Yeah. 
All right. Let's see what else we got. Uh, ESC Philippines. Uh, shout out to them. Uh, we have a, well, actually, shout out to all our listeners in the Philippines, of which there are a surprising amount. Hey. I would say. Oh. So thank, yeah. Thank you, Philippines. in Manila. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a choreographed wedding entrance to the song Marry Me. Oh. Which, oh, God, that, That'd oh, be my cute. God, that song. Uh, it irritated the hell out of me in 2013, but it's kind of grown on me it, since. It irritates the hell out of me now. It, 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 <laughs> it's so, it is so obnoxious. Her performance in uh, Tel Aviv was pretty good, though. Yeah. And especially yeah. with the story, don't get married, because oh. if you get divorced, they're going to take half your stuff. Oh, no. <laughs> That's not always true. Anyway, the uh, 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 string quartet version of Satellite. Mm. Why? Actually, uh, 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 it's... Melodically, I think it's a string quartet that'd be actually quite mm-hmm. cute. Yeah. Uh, each table is a country with a flag and some specific country-specific snacks. How many tables do they think I'm going to be able to afford to fit? Forty. Yeah, 40, 41. Oh, jeez. Oh, no, wait. Russia in, invaded. Yeah. Uh, it's 40. Uh, 37 if uh, it's the a, Russian a real table. rocky year. Yeah, the Russian table invaded one of the other tables. Oh, God. Uh, they have been excluded. Anyway. Uh, it's 1971, so uh, actually it's only officiating the wedding. Ooh. No, 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 that will not happen because uh, I don't want the officiant to be better dressed than me. <laughs> Take it upstage, but yeah, seriously. Wow, that's, that's going to rule out a lot of uh, a lot of Eurovision. Mm-hmm. So yeah. What are yeah. we, we going to go with? Rambo Amadeus. There we go. <laughs> no way, he's better dressed than you. No. I don't know. I've seen the man festooned in tinfoil. Um, I mean, he's going to look like he just woke up at a bus station and then showed up. Oh, did, did you have, like, John's tears? Like a, He'll just even have a ruffly, ruffly yeah. number. Yeah, the, the Seinfeld uh, ruffle shirt, yes. Yeah. <laughs> a, a wedding veil with a star on top, like... Uh, like Verka? Like Verka, like yeah. Oh! Yeah, 69 on the back of the dress. <laughs> uh, just patch them on me. Um, and then finally from ESC Philippines, obviously, hamster wheel. <laughs> Is that for like the recessional? Like that's the bride and groom leaving. Yeah, we just, down can't, the we aisle? just can't leave. Yeah, oh, I see. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Phil, a different Phil from the Phil from before. Uh, have Martin Osterdahl officiate the wedding, hey. but hey. instead oh. of saying you may not kiss the bride, he says you're good to go. Oh, <laughs> I like it. Uh, and uh, and have Sylvia Knight as a bridesmaid. Oh my God! I, again, I mm-hmm. don't want her upstaging the bride, mm-hmm. but yeah. Yep. Uh, all right. Uh, Boris, our pal Boris, says, have a press conference before the wedding where you randomly pick names out of a bowl to decide which guests get to be part of the first or second half of the wedding. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's that's a good one, too. Yeah, oh, I love um, the first or second half. Like, oh, we get to be there for the aisle, but then who gets to be there for the vows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, I mean, is Sam going to get a good running order at this wedding? Or, <laughs> Ooh, yeah, yeah. Who enters second? I was going to say, know, that should actually be it. Like, everyone should actually enter the arena, like, like waving. Like a, fl- everyone, like a flag parade. Everyone yeah. gets to enter, yeah. yeah. Uh... <laughs> And there's the big voiceover that's like Derek, and Derek one runs in waving the flag of Derek, and and is uh, the Republic yeah. of Derek. All right. mm-hmm. Our 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 very good friends over at the Euro What podcast, shout out to them. Uh, said for guests who can't attend in person, have them video in to give their twelve points, presumably to the couple. Uh, to which I noted, uh, except for a couple of guests who give their points to Azerbaijan for some reason. <laughs> uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, uh, and then. Uh, 90s VPED. Uh, I'm going to go with that's how you say that. Uh, said, Dobri Vesher, this is Sam's dad calling. Thank you so much for this amazing wedding. You were an amazing bride and groom. And uh, following some awkward delays and some speaking, uh, he awards uh, my 12 points to me. <laughs> is that really Sam's dad? 
That's not my dad. I was going to say, I love doing music. No, no, no. This is, this is somebody pretending, pretending to be, to be, my, be videoing You're not my real dad, 90s Viphead. head. Yeah. I love the wedding points. Like, who wins the wedding? Yeah. And yeah. wouldn't it be great oh, if I'm, I'm it going wasn't... for it. That would be I'm... better than tossing the bouquet to decide who gets married next. Oh, I see. Well, congratulations. You won the televote. Yeah, you won. <laughs> now you have to get married. Wait, no, no. The televote winner has to win the jury vote winner. Yeah. Oh, my God. Has, has to marry the jury vote winner? to look at each other like... You know, yeah. like, yeah, we're not going to do the, I, I don't want to do at the very least a, a What if it's a the same toss, person? But like, you know, there's normally. Those you know, are so weird. So I hate the garter toss. There's none of that I don't crap. know. I've, I think I've only ever been to one wedding where somebody actually did that. And it was, oh, yeah, dare I, I say, the trashiest wedding I've ever been to. So, my, so they, they had yeah. something akin to it. They were going to do it at my brother and sister-in-law's wedding, but they ended up putting the garter on the best man. And oh, okay. Very, well, that's. My brother that's... got very confused about why his wife's leg was so hairy. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> I caught the garter at a wedding once. Oh yeah, I didn't know what it was. I just wanted it. Because <laughs> like I'm throwing something, I gotta get it. I was like, speaking, toss it around me like a ring at a carnival booth. That's what I want, mom and dad. Uh, oh boy. Uh, all right. Uh, speaking of '90s ped, uh, this uh, friend of the show, shout out to uh, '90s, whoever you are, uh, said uh, having a kinetic sun that doesn't work and just blocks the entire view of the wedding ceremony. <laughs> And when the priest says, you may now kiss the bride, Michael Ben David will try to kiss the groom. <laughs> Where did he come from? Yeah, He's always lurking. One, no priest. Sorry, we're not, we're not, we're not that kind of couple. Uh, but two, uh, no Michael Ben David. There will be security, most likely. <laughs> will Mika be there? there? Will there be an attempt? <laughs> will there be an attempt for Amika or an attempt for Michael Ben David? Are you going to have like a green room or are you going to have like the Italian style, you know, alfresco garden? Like um, well, it'll be in Minnesota, so we'll probably do something inside, <laughs> okay. because we have no idea what the weather's going to be like here, um, and I don't want to get rained on. Come on. But yes, um, at this point, like I, I, I know that there was definitely going to be a lot of Eurovision music at the reception, so I'm going to have to find a DJ who, when I say the words Eurovision Song Contest to them, they don't either... You know, I need to figure out, are they smiling? Mm. Are they laughing? Are they crying? Or are they running away? When I say I want a decent amount of good Eurovision songs. What if they're holding out their hand and rubbing their palms? I'll take what I can get. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'll play some Serhat for you, but that's going to be it's gonna be a pretty penny. Mm. <laughs> Sucker. <laughs> uh, so yeah, keep those ideas coming, because at this point, like, I, mm-hmm. I, I'm all ears. So. Both for the wedding and, honestly, for, for your country. Uh, or for your hometown. Yes. yes. It's, yes. We're, you, you know, it may be uh, a sort of assumption that we're, uh, we're going to be in, uh, that we're going to be in Great Britain next year, but, uh, what if or it's Northern a, Ireland. What if it's, yeah. Northern Ireland. Yeah. If it's not, we want a pitch regardless of where you are. You could be in Canada. You could be, uh, uh dealing with the Putsch in Ouagadougou. Mm-hmm. You could be anywhere. We want to know why Eurovision should be in your city, and we will absolutely read it and make fun of you. Let us know why we should be hosting it in Luzon City. That's right. (laughs) I I would love to see Luzon City. Yeah. Uh, So one other quick thing before we go uh, that is Eurovision, actually Eurovision related. What? That is, that I I don't know how we haven't talked about it yet. Yes. And that is one of the most viral songs in the world and in the U.S. right now. Ah, oh, yes, I is see where this goes. Rosalind's snap. Oh yeah, like for some reason. I, I usually when it's, it's TikTok. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. gonna say when when it's some reason I don't understand as a person who's extremely old and dying uh, that that it's <laughs> that that it's TikTok. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. probably TikTok. Yeah, 
and, and June 22nd came and went. And obviously, I feel like that probably helped. Oh, yeah. You, you, you can do a great TikTok of her reenacting uh, this, the short story, The Yellow Wallpaper. Uh, and she, <laughs> she uh, uh, rips off the thing and it says June 22nd. And and is that going to be yeah. the new the new sort of a, a what's the date in Mean Girls? Is October October third? Like yeah, yeah. that's going to be mm-hmm. the new October third. That, that that's our October third. Yeah. Is, is, is Eurovision fans? So. I'm I'm down with that. I'm down with that. I mean, I'm thrilled to see it. Honestly, like I thought the song was very underrated on the actual scoreboard itself. I'm happy to see a contest song have a life outside of the contest and mm-hmm. have it kind of create mm-hmm. organically. Um, we saw it with Arcade. Honestly, like a lot of that success came well after the fact. And Monoskin. And Monoskin, of course. Uh, so, you know, cool. <laughs> I, it's, it's such a good one. Like, and I remember when it first came out, we were, we were kind of like, yeah, this is, this is nice. And then when she started doing the, the preview show circuit mm-hmm. and was, you know, just singing and playing her guitar, it, it, it really became clear to me that, like, it, this is actually... This is actually really good. A nice, charming song. Like, it's always like, nice to she's really good. encounter yeah. one of those songs or artists that actually could stand on its own outside of the contest. But that's also not really like a contesty song. It's kind of like when you, yeah, when you watch the Oscars and you're like, there are there are a bunch of very, very immortal movies out there, but how many of them won Best Picture? Mm-hmm. There's great songs out there that just won't win Eurovision, mm-hmm. and they're great. And then there are you great know, songs that don't win the Oscar. Husevik. <laughs> <laughs> Green Book. Green Book. Uh, the song Green Book. Yeah, what, that's right. What's, Green Book from Green Book. Oscars. Ooh, ooh, okay, hang on. Is is toy because of Fuego? Is toy the How Green Was My Valley of Eurovision? Ooh. Oh, in that I, it's it's really good, but it's just overshadowed by what it beat. Yes, I can. I can say that. I put it to you that yes, it is. Yes. If you disagree, let us know on <laughs> social media, 12PointsUSA at Facebook and Twitter, 12 Points for America on Instagram, 12 Points for America on Patreon and YouTube. 12 Points for America. 12 Points from America at gmail.com. Yeah. Yeah. What if we get a Hotmail account one of these days? Can you, can you, is that still a thing? Can you still? I don't yes, know. it is. I'm an AOL Instant Messenger. We should just create Oh, no, they, they we should create that. a GeoCities site. That's what we should do. Just have a bunch of rotating pixely GIFs. MySpace. Oh, yeah, MySpace. Yeah, a live yeah. journal. Yeah. Well, MySpace is all right, isn't it? Let's do a Zanga. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, God, Zanga. <laughs> yeah. Check out our LinkedIn page. <laughs> yeah. And we're, uh, and we're still not on. Uh, TikTok or on OnlyFans yet. We'll uh, we'll see. You're suspiciously quiet. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I needed the money. Mm. <laughs> it's gonna cost a lot to no get to our fans on OnlyFans. Yeah. Oh, that's, right. yeah, that's right. All right. Uh, graphic design is our passion. And until our next show, I've been Eric. I've been Derek. I've been Samantha. And I've been Danny. And America. Stop uh, listening now. now. Oh, those sweet harmonies. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to punch the Night Watch. <laughs>